before this episode starts, I want to warn you guys that this episode is going to deal with heavy hitting, you know, topics like depression and suicidal thoughts. If you need time to listen to the episode, if you need time to take in everything, then I completely understand. But I'm going to go into a bit of my testimony, a bit of what happened in my life. And I completely understand if you guys aren't really comfortable with that. completely understand if you guys um, need a break. Because I'm definitely going to need breaks doing this. Hello, this is JJ from the Just Walk Podcast. And I really wanted to show you this, like, very important part. Actually, it was down there. But this is still important to me because this is still on Main Street. Um, This is where I wanted to commit suicide. And... I'm going to sit here and tell you, because, man, we'll put this on my heart, that, man, this is not the life for me no more. I found what I needed to find, and I hope you can find what you need to find. And, Lord, I see so many kids give up their life just because they feel like the storm they're in is just done. It's all finished. But I want to tell you, as a word of encouragement, do not give it up. Do not. If I did, I wouldn't be here preaching. I wouldn't be here. So please give it to Jesus. He's reaching out and he loves That was an Instagram I made a couple days ago. And the Lord put me that on my heart to show everyone where I almost committed suicide. Um... It's definitely a hard... It was a hard one to do. One thing I said is... Oh. I see too many kids... Um, giving up their life because they think the storm they are in... Is it. This is it. And... That's just not true. Um... I know... I know this hurts. I know it truly does. Um... I'm sorry, this is hard. And this is a storm that's going to hurt. It's going to keep on hurting, but you got to go towards Jesus and say, Hey, yo, Lord, please help me rebuke this storm. Please help me and give me the assurance that you're here and you're going to help me through this. And he will help you. Because the Lord loves you. I've been dealing with depression for years. I've been thinking I don't deserve love. I don't deserve happiness for years. Until I found the Lord. Now I'm... It's less. It's definitely less, honestly. Um... Actually, I do want to tell my brothers and sisters who are dealing with depression now. Who is dealing with pain now. You are strong. You're probably thinking, how am I strong? I, um, I'm only breathing. I'm only living like every single human in the world. How am I stronger? Because where everyone wants to breathe, you choose to breathe. Where everyone wants to live, you choose to live. You choose to get up every morning. You choose to walk out that door and live your life. Even though you don't think there is. 
Everyone wants to. Nobody. You choose. We choose. As a sufferer for depression, we chose to get up every day and act like everything's fine wherever it isn't. We choose to look at life in a nice view. You staying up right now, you choosing to live right now is basically saying, hey, yo, I have another chance to deal with these fears. Hey, yo, I have another day to help with these thoughts. Whenever I... You're stronger than me. Honestly, you are stronger than me. Where I failed, you guys prosper. I wanted to. I wanted to step out in that traffic until the Lord said, just walk. Until the Lord said, just walk. I wanted to. Every part of my body said, too. I was only looking at my life like a hallway. And I probably, I don't know if you're thinking about it like this. But if you were dealing what I'm dealing with, and then you are possibly saying, hey, um, the, the antidepressants the doctor is giving me, it's not working. Hey, oh, this friend group that keeps on trying to tell me good things is not working. Hey, oh, this Instagram, these TikToks that are trying to build me up, exalt me, is not working. Hey, this therapist is not working. I'm telling you, it's not going to. It's not going to help. It's never going to help. You're looking at your life like a hallway. Like I was. You're looking at your life like one down point to death. You are looking at your life like death. You're seeing it and you're just thinking, oh, there's no point. There's no point to this. Why am I here? Why? I don't deserve this. I don't deserve love. I don't deserve happiness. I don't deserve anything. It's hard. It's hard. I know. I know. It's hard. You're looking at your life down the hallway and then you're just sitting there looking at the door of death and you're like you know what i'm done waiting for it i just want this little bit of pleasure i just want to die i can tell you i've been there i've been looking at that door and i try to get that door closer to me until the Lord said, just walk. He had bigger plans for me, and I didn't see. I was only looking at my storm. I was only looking at my situation, and it was... Uh, it was hard. It felt like nothing was for me. Nothing was really there for me. That I didn't deserve anything. It was hard. And I don't know how you're listening to this podcast. If someone recommended it to you, you found it by chance. There's no chance. The Lord, the Lord gave this to you. Um, but if you're dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with, I'm telling you now that there's only one true help. That's the Lord. Would I still be here today without the Lord? No. I would have just walked into that traffic and ended it. Where I try to find my worth into materialistic goods. I try to find my worth into the music I listen to and try to study it as much as I could. That wasn't the Lord's worth for me. 
the Lord had bigger plans for me than that. And, um, it's definitely, I know it's hard to deal with depression. I know it's hard to look at that door, but I'm telling you now, if you're thinking about suicide or wanting or almost, or almost, uh, did it, the Lord's looking for you. He wants to add you to his kingdom. He wants to accept you with open arms. I know it's hard. I truly do. My heart goes out to you. But I'm going to tell you now. You're not going to find your worth in these materialistic goods you are thinking will give you worth. You're not going to find this worth your worth conforming to the world. For the world is basically like a slot machine. You keep on putting quarters in and quarters in. You keep on getting duds. Whenever all you want is that jackpot. Where this world gives some people the jackpot so they can fall farther. It gives you duds so you can keep on falling. You always want that bigger house. You always want that better life. But it never comes. It never comes. And if you're looking on this world, it never will. You can't trust this world for anything except for pain and destruction. First Peter 5 something. The devil rolls around like a primary lion looking for someone to devour. Are you going to be that person to devour? Or are you going to find a way to go into that lion's den and defeat whatever lion you are facing? (sighs) You can't conform to this world. There is no way you can without feeling like you're just going into destruction. You're going into this world into a hallway. And that hallway just leads to death and then hell. That hallway never ends. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But trust God. Trust God and I promise you it will be worth it in the end. And look at me. He saved me from suicide. He looked at me and he just basically said, hey, uh, you don't need to be like this. So if you're tired of being tired, if you're tired of being sad, if you're tired of being fearful of everything around you, then man, go to God. Go to God. He's the one that holds joy. He's the one that holds peace. He's the one that holds everything you need, everything you want. You can't find that here. You can't find that here. I've been looking for 17 years. I've been looking for 17 years for something down here to be worthwhile, but nothing except for the thing up there. I'm not talking about money. I'm not talking about, like, happiness. I'm talking about God who gives that money, who gives that happiness. If you trust in him and it fits his will. Where I know that his will and your will may not align, but it will.
once you start going into his will. Like, I would never thought I would be here. I would not think, oh, I would be preaching in front of a whole lot of people. I didn't think I would be talking to people about God. I didn't think I'd be reading the Bible. I never thought that. That never crossed my mind until now. Now, this is all I ever want to do. Yet, I didn't know I did. I didn't want to be the center of attention because I always thought I was too much of a piece of crap to do it. Where God took me, he saw the broken pieces of glass on the floor. He looked at me and he's like, okay, I can make this something good. And he picked me up and he made me a beautiful mosaic. Where you're probably looking at your life and you're like, oh no, I'm too broken. That relationship left me too broken. I am not good enough. I am not good enough to be anything better. You better like God make you into a mosaic. Because man, that beauty is hidden. Yet whenever you make it into something beautiful, ooh, people notice. Let me tell you, let me tell you, this is full-on reality. I celebrated whenever I was 17 years old. Whenever I hit that two big numbers, those two big numbers for me, seven, well, one and seven. Whenever I realized, hey, I'm 17 years old, I celebrated. Why? I never thought I would get past 16. I didn't think I will get past 15. Now that I'm here with the love of God in me, I'm not looking at it as an opportunity to have more pain, more hell put on me. I'm looking at it as an opportunity to preach the word. I'm looking at it as an opportunity to be joyful. Oh, you don't know how much this means to me. People hitting 17, it's all right and whatever. Screw it. It's another year. But me hitting 17 it is monumental. Because I didn't think I'll be here. 16, I said, oh, I'm 16 years old. Okay, whatever. I have to live this life again. I have to keep on living. I have to keep on going through this pain. I'm 17. I'm sitting here and I am preaching to you. And I'm like, you know what? This is nice. I may, life may not be too good. But, you know, it could be worse. It could be worse. Or like, I stopped getting mad at the situation I'm in. Is it good? Not exactly. But is it the worst? No. And I gotta understand, first, before anything, I gotta understand I can't change it. I can't change it. I can't make it better. I, I'm, an, I'm a moving target within a static area. That hurts. It hurts because you always want to move. You always want to change. But then you keep on getting things that crush your spirits down. And then it just says, nah, you can't. Nah, you can't. Nope, never mind. Oh, nah, screw that. Where, whenever I made the drastic change to give my life to Christ, it was it's not accepted. It still isn't. You know, was not fully accepted by my parents. It's not accepted by anyone in my family. I had to go towards peers. 
my friends, my brothers in Christ, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and then go to them for my, um, for a bit of oomph, or so I say. I gotta go to them for more faith. I can't go to my family because they don't fully understand. They're looking at me being a pastor and they're like, uh, money? Come on, we need money. Like, I'd like you to have money. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. God will provide if this is the right, you know, point. It's the right career path, then God will provide. No matter what. That's what I believe. That's what I truly believe in. God will provide. Where, honestly, if you have people saying, Oh, I, I, I believe... God will provide for me. I believe God um, sets us on our path, but I don't believe God will set you on that path. Then you got to ask them, why not? Why won't they put me... Why wasn't he... Why, why won't he put me on that path? What reason is there for me not to preach his word? If it's for him. What's wrong with me being a pastor? Like it could be anything, you know? Faith is always being attacked, no matter what, because as long as we're in this world, we're in the devil's playground. This is, this is basically Vietnam. The devil has been here longer. He knows the lay of the land. He knows exactly what to do to get us to him. But we have one thing he doesn't. We have an external force always looking down on us, knowing when he's going to strike, knows perfectly when to stop him and how to stop him. But you got to allow it. You got to allow it. Do you think my depression was instantly gone? No. It took someone praying over me. It took me accepting Christ into my life. It took me almost killing myself, putting at me myself at rock bottom, and then looking up and saying, "What? What? Where else is there to go?" Some people need to be broken down. I was one of them, but some people don't. You know, they're fine with you know trusting God, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I had to be broken down. I had to be basically crying. Saying, oh, I'm not worth it. I remember nights whenever I stayed up, sat on the couch, bawling like a baby, crying up to the ceiling, saying, I'm sorry, I'm not good enough. I'm sorry I disappoint you. I'm sorry I'm such a disappointment. I'm sorry I'm here. Where <sighs> it's hard. It truly is. The memories hurt. But Lord knows that I can use them to my advantage now. <sighs> the biggest mistake hell has made is letting me live. Because now hell's got hell to pay. And I'll fight any way I can. <sighs> I saw hell with my own eyes. I've smelled death with my own nose there's no way I'm going back
I got the Lord on my side. And if he's not willing to fail me yet, he's not going to fail me ever. He sees something in me. And as long as I have a heart that's beating, I have a nose that's breathing, I have hands that can feel, I'm going to go out into that war. I'm going to fight. I'm going to bring soldiers back in. I'm going to try my best to bring people to Christ. Because, man, we need more, whatever you want to say, whatever analogy you want to use, war, farm, whatever. But we need more soldiers. We need more farmers. We need more associates. We need more employees on this wacky adventure, honestly. The harvest is plenty, yet the farmers are few. Wow, this... Let me end off this off with a prayer. Um, oh yeah, I'm already done off it. I before I end this off, I do want to say one more thing. That I want to challenge you guys. Okay, whoever's listening to this, hello. But I want to challenge you before I end off with this prayer, because usually whenever I get to the prayer, everyone's like. Okay, I'm gone. Even though there's still a few more minutes. Okay, whatever. I want to challenge you. Call someone. Call someone you haven't called like before. Call someone that that you're possibly worried about. Call just call someone. Cuz you don't know what they're going through. Like I kind of regret not calling my uncle and I didn't know what he was going through. I had to figure out the hard way. <sighs> um, so I challenge you guys to call someone. Just say, hey, how, how are you? Like, make their day better. Make sure you know, they know that you care about them. Because honestly, it may save a life. Like, call someone you're worried about. Call someone that you kind of see had a bad day and, like, try to talk to them about it. Just call someone and make sure they know they care. you care about them. Don't know who needs to hear that, but someone did. So, I just want to challenge you guys. Call someone you haven't talked to a lot. Like, just, just talk to them and help them. Okay, let's end off with a prayer. Lord in heaven above, I pray that you may take any adversity out of whoever's listening and take any adversity out of the world today, Lord. I pray that anyone who's dealing with depression, anxiety, OCD, anything negative, Lord, that is against you, Lord, I pray that you take it out of them, Lord. Lord, I pray that anything that is made for the devil to get a hold of them, I pray it doesn't prosper. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hello, this is after the episode fact. Um, this was definitely a hard-hitting episode for me. It really hit home, and I hope you enjoy it, you know? that I... Wow, it's 12.17 a.m. Um, I hope that you have a nice night. Hope you have a nice day. What, if you're going to school, I hope you have a nice day at school. 
Uh, I'm just going to publish this episode and possibly take a nap. So I don't really want this to be any longer. All right. God bless. I I love you. Have a nice night. <laughs>